people who like to be in control, people who are naturally the boss, that's who I make my music for. Megan the Stallion. So here we are. Here we are. Meg Meg decides, and I'm talking about Meg the, the Stallion. She decides today is the day. Her and her team, they drop the album. This is very anticipated. Over the last few months, there's been an increase of visibility for Megan the Stallion. Let's take a step back and let's kind of look at, okay, what has been her timeline? Because that's going to matter very much to the point that we're going to look at later today. Now, to look at her career, just looking at her career, in 2016, she released her first mixtape called The Rich Ratchet. And her first single, uh, Like a Stallion, was produced by Ta. The next year, she released her, her first EP, Make It Hot. So that was in 2017. So here we are. As I'm recording this, it's 2019, and she's been in the game officially now for about three years. On her second project, uh, or her first EP, Make It Hot, uh, one song on the EP last week in Houston, Texas, has 4 million YouTube views. In 2017, she released a video uh, called Stally, which was a freestyle. That is a rework of XXX uh, Tiashian's Look at Me. So that gives you a background of the first couple of years. Here are the things that were bubbling. Then we enter into 2018, where it says here that she signed with 1500 Certified Entertainment, an indie label in Houston owned by former b- baseball player Carl Crawford. Uh, Carl Crawford uh used to play with the Dodgers uh and uh early on played for the Tampa De- uh, Bay Re- uh, Devil Rays. He was a four-time All-Star, Golden Glove Award winner, Silver Slugger Award winner. And so he obviously started this 1501 Certified Entertainment indie label in Houston. Uh to follow the story, uh she then performed in South by Southwest in March 2018. So that's a big look. At that point, now it's been two years. She's getting her name bubbling. It's all organic. It's not for her. She signed with an indie label, uh, which doesn't have any big names to it. And let's look at that. Let's look at 1501 Certified Entertainment as of today. Let's see who else is there. Because stuff like this matters, y'all. What matters when we're looking at the economics of a situation is understanding your team, understanding how someone got there. All that matters. So when we're looking up 1501 uh, Certified Entertainment, let's see uh, what pulls up. Let's see what other artists pull up. And so as I'm pulling it up and I'm looking at it, uh, I I don't really see any other real artists uh, on there. Be honest with you, there's there's nowhere to actually uh, find more information out. That's how indie they are. That could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. 
But let's continue where we're going. In uh, June of that year, 2018, she released a 10-song EP called, uh, the label called Tina Snow. The EP is named after her alter ego, who she describes as a more raw version of herself. She stated in an interview that she is not afraid to talk about sexuality, nor does she feel boxed in to either the intelligent or freak uh, stigma. The EP was positively received by critics. Uh, Pitchfork wrote she provided plenty of freak anthems with quotable lyrics to wield uh, against ain't shit men. Uh, Revolt referred to her flow as effortless. And the fader referred to her ability to rap with uh, electrifying pace and precision. So up to this point, she's indie. She's she's moving very uh, matter of factly. She's not making any really big mistakes that we're aware of. And then her name starts bubbling because now this EP uh, is out there called Tina Snow, the 10 song EP. That's the project that started all of this buzz all the other stuff was was pre-buzz tina snow the ep is what caused the buzz organic there was no crazy number one song there was no uh crazy videos there was it was just the music there was no um you know gimmick marketing the music itself is what everybody was talking about. Everybody was talking about the music. So then it takes us to November 2018. And a lot of things great happened in November. She announced that she had signed with 300 Entertainment. She's the first female rapper to be signed by the label. And we'll get to them in one moment. So in 2019, she released the single Big Ol' Freak from the EP Tina Snow and also filmed a music video for the track. The single Is It Love This Time is sampled throughout the single. On April 15, 2019, Megan Thee Stallion made her first ever entry on Billboard Hot 100 at number 99 with her single Big Ol' Freak. So this is a slow grind and it pops into the top 100 no billboard isn't needed to justify her reality, uh, but it is important to understand if we're basing it off of numbers that her numbers started peaking uh, earlier this year. So Megan Thee Stallion announced that her first full uh, length album, Fever, will be re- released on May 2019. She stated that the new album will introduce her new alter ego. The college partying hot girl, Meg. And so here we are. Here we are with the the new album, Fever, hitting the streets. And people are blown away already. People are are looking at this and they're saying, wait a second, this is real. This is real. Now, I'm not saying that she's the most lyrical person. She's not, you know, she's not Missy Elliott. She's not Foxy Brown. She's not... But she's her. And so what people are really gravitating to is, wait, this is authentic. This is real compared to other people who may have not been authentic, other people who may have not been real. So when the real walks through the door, what are you supposed to do? You got to switch up your whole stance because now you got to wonder yourself, 
What were we rooting for before? These last two or three years, while Meg Thee Stallion was bubbling organically, there were people over the last year and, and six months who were bubbling inorganically. And here's the difference between the two. When you start bubbling organically, the streets know when it's real. Now, your your casual fan, they may not know the difference because they're going to rock with whatever everybody else is rocking with. But the real people who really listen to the music, they really listen to what is going on, they know without a shadow of a doubt when somebody is the it factor or not. So much so that when right before she started bubbling and really taking off, she signed that extra deal. She she took one more deal to go to another level. And so here's where we are today. The question on the black equity table today is. What are the three steps for an organic rise of your brand? What are the three steps for an organic rise of your brand? I believe that the three steps can be found in the journey up till today of Meg the Stallion. Let's examine. From my studies, here are the three things. It's really quite simple. Here are the three steps for an organic rise. The three steps are simple. Step number one, write this down. The organic rise always happens through strategic partnerships. The organic rise, the first step. This is an order, y'all. The first step will happen through organic and strategic partnerships. You want proof? The 1501, that that relationship, that indie uh, record label or the label, that strategic partnership got her enough buzz, enough going on in her city, enough going on around the country to get her noticed. The strategic partnership that she made there is key. Then when she had gotten as far as she could with that buzz, she had no choice but to make one more strategic move and go up one more level with 300 Entertainment. Now, why does the 300 Entertainment strategic partnership matter so much? Why is that even something to consider here? Now, let's look at it. Now, I don't know what she signed. I hope, I hope she did not sign a 360 deal. We're going to, we're going to walk into this hoping and knowing that if she signed a 300, uh, 360 deal, oh, it's not good. But let's just say it's a great contract and everything's wonderful. Why does the 300 entertainment deal matter so much? Well, let's look at their Track records. 
300 Entertainment, this company is backed by a wide range of investors, including Google, investment firm Columbus Nova, Israeli-American hedge fund billionaire Noam Gossmans, Tom's Capital, former Warner Music Digital chief Alex Zubigla, and Cometa Records co-founder Andre Santos Dominga. The investments in greed were pulled together by a media investment banker, Ari Borkoff, and Ori Winziff of Lion Tree. Also, in connection with 300 Entertainment, they signed a distribution deal through Atlantic Records to distribute all 300's content uh, as of November 2013. <laughs> so when you get 300, now you have access to the distribution, possibly, of Atlantic Records. It's a very strategic move. It's very strategic to align yourself with these people. Now, who's the founder? You have Lior Cohen, Roger Gold, Kevin Lyles, and Todd Moskowitz. These are heavy hitters in the game. But bigger than that, bigger than that is, well, who have they helped? I mean, okay, you're saying these people are really good and they've done all these great things, but who have they actually, you know, helped out in any way? Well, let's take a look at it. Let's take a look in order of the projects and the people that they've worked with. You got Shy Glizzy, 2014. They worked on uh, albums with him. Right. Then you have uh, to look even deeper. You have Young Thug, 2014. He, he was signed. The Migos were signed through 300. Fetty Wap, he had a crazy one or one and a half years. They might have overdid his his uh, rollout just a tad because now Fetty Wap has kind of fizzled down, right? T Wayne, you have Famous Dex, T Grizzly, and now Megan Thee Stallion. Now, there's other names that have been uh, linked with 300 Entertainment that maybe not as big, maybe not as big of names. You have uh, a name like Hobson, which is very lyrical, uh, very lyrical artist. So he, he may not be the biggest name, but has started building a, a brand for himself. Um, and then one more is is Kobe. Uh, Kobe is an American musician from Grand um, Barris, Minnesota, a former, a former original member of the Boston-based band Gentleman Hall. Uh, Kobe releases sing solo single Don't You Cry For Me on May 3rd, 2016, under 300 Entertainment. So there's here we are with a really gr great group of artists that have proven themselves over time, and with the latest artist being Meg Thee Stallion. So... The first step to an organic rise is all about a strategic partnership. What access does that strategic partnership have that you just don't have? What connections do you have? When you start working with a Leor Cohen, a Kevin Lyles, however you feel about them, however you may label them, they have had good track records. 
Because see, beyond looking at just 300, you would then also need to go back and see, well, who is Lior Cohen? Lior Cohen uh, started by managing rappers for Rush Productions, then led Def Jam. So you're, you're dealing with someone who has had a lot of experience. Also, Cohen was named YouTube's global head of music. So he has a strategic, already a, a strategic alliance at YouTube, meaning that if he can find the right artist, guess where he can make some deals happen? Right there at YouTube. So he has that, that, that going on. Roger Gold. What is Roger Gold doing? Roger Gold is a music industry executive and co-founder of 300 Entertainment. So he started his career off at Warner Brothers. He uh, also established an independent label group, uh, ILG. He's also uh, credited for creating a video advertising platform for MTV uh, Networks. So when, when you're dealing with these, these executives at 300, you don't just look at 300. So right there. We got YouTube, we got MTV linked to those two individuals. Kevin Lyles is also an executive there. Uh, he's an American record executive and co-founder of 300 Entertainment. Uh, before that, uh, he was president over at Def Jam, executive vice president at Warner Brothers. Uh, in 2009, Lyles launched New York City-based KWL Enterprises. Uh, he's also big into uh, philanthropy. And so uh, he works with New Yorkers for Children uh, Gala. His creation and ongoing participation in the Kevin Lyles for a Better Baltimore Foundation. So now you got connections to the community. Now you understand what the community needs. And so you can pinpoint where you want your artists to go and how you want them to succeed. And then the last person that's executive there is Todd Moskowitz. He has worked at Def Jam and uh, as a co-president and CEO of Warner Brother Records as well. He is currently the founder and CEO of Alamo Records. So he has deep understanding of the industry. You have a four-headed monster over at 300 Entertainment. She signs to them as a strategic partnership. And watch what happens. She signs with them at the end of 2018. She puts out the video for her previous project. Then she bubbles enough at the beginning of 2019 to create enough buzz for the, the immediate release of this project. Right here, right before the summer hits, her buzz couldn't be any higher right now. And here it is. The project released. So that's the first step. Let's get into the second step. The second step for an organic rise, link up with legends, but don't force it. The second step for an organic rise, link up with legends, but don't force it. So no matter what field you're in, you could be an accountant, you can be a lawyer, you could be anything right now, a teacher, a podcaster, an author, or whatever, whatever your game is in life, I want you to link up with legends, but don't force it. Meg, Megan the Stallion, 
has been linking up with legends over the last six to eight months. She has been spotted uh, working with Drake. She has been spotted at parties linking up and connecting with Trina. She has been uh, linked to and now on her album has Juicy J. These are legends. And it wasn't Forrest. They came to her. They respected her craft and her work. And she was open enough to be receptive. There, there's been previous people in her position who didn't, who didn't embrace legends. And they shunned them and they pushed them off. That's not smart. You need to link up with legends, especially the ones who already are embracing you. But don't force it, because if you can force it, if you force it, we'll be able to smell it. Don't force the legend thing. Don't just go around finding people who have already done it and then make sure you're being seen with them. No, they need to see your work. They need to know that you're putting in the time and the energy. They need to know that. By, by linking up with you, they're not wasting and, and putting time and, and value into bad soil. They need to always know, well, I'm putting into good soil here. That's important when you're investing into something. So whatever your craft is, find the legends in the game who've already done what you've done. Link up with them. Sit down. Buy them lunch, get them dinner, have conversations, call them up, check up on them and be genuine about it. Because in this game, if you do not respect who came before you, if you do not respect the people who paved the way. Oh, my friend, my friend, your career will go faster than when it came. Because Every game is all about relationships, real estate, intellectual property, investing, you name it. It's all about people. It's all about how you treat people and how you make them feel. And that, my friends, should be your wake up call to the second step for an organic rise is you need to link up with legends, but don't force it. The final step for creating an organic rise that we're learning from Meg the Stallion is your audience will let you know when it's time. I repeat, the third and final step for an organic rise is your audience will let you know when it's time. Meg kept plugging away project after project. She's only really been at this for two and a half years. It's not that long of a rise. It's very organic and very real. And 300 didn't come on until late last year. So she did a lot of the groundwork herself. This wasn't no forced thing where somebody paid for this and did that and all the other stuff that is going on in the industry. Now, I'm not saying that it was all organic. 
we're probably looking at about 95% organic. If, 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 you know, if you go buy something at the grocery store, it has percentages. You're probably looking at a 95% organic rise in her brand over the last two and a half years, with 5% being industry BS that everybody's going to deal with, where it's just not organic. Things are just happening. And it's like, okay, really? But over the last two and a half years, I'm giving her a 95% organic rate rating based off of what I have watched and what I've witnessed. That's a very high rating on organic scale. And here's how I know it's organic, because the audience will let me know. The audience has never, ever questioned her uh, authenticity. They have never questioned who she is and if what she's saying is real. They've never questioned if she even writes. We don't even know. The audience has never questioned Meg the Stallion. She's basically as real as they come. That's why Trina reached out to her. That's why Juicy J reached out to her. That's why everybody's reaching out now. And that's why the project is coming out. And people are like, well, damn, this is what I'll be listening to all summer. Your audience will let you know when it's time. Your audience is watching. And so those other artists out there who are always on social media complaining about how everybody hates them and people don't want them to succeed and you know, how dare people question this and question that they're only questioning those things because you did it before you were supposed to do it. It wasn't time. Meg the Stallion took the right steps at the right time. And because of that, she's getting a 95 percent organic rating here live on Black Equity. It was the audience that told her the entire time, keep doing what you're doing. What you're doing is working. We fuck with you. You are the real deal. So now what Meg can do is she can go get endorsement deals because her brand is strong. Now what Meg can do is go do movies because her brand is strong. Now what May could do is start investing with other investors and do things outside of music because the brand is strong. She's built a strong brand. And because she's done that, because she let her audience say it's time, because she paid attention to the signs. Now you may be in front of what may be the pivotal album for Meg Thee Stallion. When you look back three years, four years. Four or five years from now, you're going to look back on this time and you're going to say, damn, she took over the game. And it was on this project that she did it on because it was an organic rise. But but when we get there five years from now, we won't call it organic. We'll just say, damn, she's real. Okay, running up them bands, trying to ball till I fall. Running from his bitch, he gon' come when I call. If it ain't about money, then you know I ain't involved. Worry about these motherfucking haters, not at all. Nine times out of ten, I'm the realest bitch you know. If you ain't wanna pimp, then what you fucking with me for? If you ball 
and then you know it, then let the money show. If the actors get to spin it, I'ma show them to the door. Can't I shake with it? Shake the shake with it. And if the beat live, you know Lil Juke made it. And when I pop it, he gets stiffer than some fake titties. And don't be worried about who I'm fucking, cause you can't hit it. Ayy, running up in bands, trying to ball till I fall. If I'm with your daddy, then you know we at the mall. If I'm with a nigga, then you know I'm in them draws. How you let a broke nigga talk you out the draws? I don't even chase liquor. Why would I chase a nigga? He said I should be nicer. Well, your dick should be bigger. He said it better be good. By the way that you're bragging, I hit him back and told him, well, that just depends who you asking. I got an ex that say he gon' leave his new bitch whenever I call him. Got an ex that say that every time he see me, it's gon' be problems. Got an ex that's on his homeboy, IG tryna stop me now. Got an ex that miss me so bad, probably praying for me now. Ayy, running up in bands, tryna ball till I fall. In the Gucci store, finna tear that bitch down. Money on my phone, yeah, like collect calls. Pussy like a drug, and he having withdrawals. Money, money, I need more. Get it, get it, watch me go. I be out doing these bitches, I'm like Michael Day Tito. Not the one to compete with, you don't want it with me, bitch. Got to be good, can't say you. When I come for your head, dude, got the moves like I'm Ryu. Yellow diamonds, Pikachu. When I switch my hair to blonde, I'm finna turn up like Goku. I go crazy in this bitch, I go crazy in the booth. He go crazy when he see me, and his girl go crazy too. And this pussy so wet, might have to eat it with a spoon. I was in bikini bottoms, cause I got that little lagoon. I don't wanna fuck him if he telling me what he do not. I will come over and spin it on your head like Bantu Knots. Ayy, running up in bands, trying to ball till I fall. Bitch, I'm out that hand, so you know I'm out the wall. Bitch, I'm not the one, so watch your motherfucking mouth. Hi, girl, Meg from the motherfucking South. Hey! I see you, Megan!